from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome to Friday TGIF to you and yours from we and ours. We are glad you are with us as uh, we uh, get ready to roll through a football Friday here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll talk football from last night and tonight. And we'll also get into the World Series and whatever else we can get get our hands on over the next couple of hours. Uh, let's say good morning to uh, to Ward White. Ward, good morning. How are you? Outstanding. Had a great game last night, huh? Yeah, that was fun. Fun game last night. Tempo's still scoring, I think. <laughs> yeah, they they played well last night. All three phases of the game. What was it? Sixty nine to seven. Holy moly. Goodness. That's uh, that's a pretty good little number to get ready to go into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, they needed a four quarters to to get ready for the playoffs. They haven't really put together four quarters in a while, and they were able to do it last night. They still, you know, first half mm-hmm. just twenty one in the first quarter, twenty one in the second quarter. That's what got me. It was twenty one in the first quarter. Yeah, and it didn't didn't take them long. The first series that they got, they well, they kicked off to Cove because they won the toss and deferred and then made them punt and Temple drove down, kicked a field goal, took the points off the board because they were all sides. Ooh, that's risky. And fourth and two from the three and didn't get the first down. So Cove got the ball back, then held them at the one-yard line again, three plays, and had them punt, short punt, Gave Temple the ball on the 21-yard line, and Mikel Harrison Pilot came in as a Wildcat quarterback, and first play took it 21 yards, and it was on from there. Wasn't that one of Greg Willie's keys is to get him more involved? Mm-hmm. Way to go, Greg. Yeah, he got and he got him involved. Yes, he did. Uh, Ryan, good morning. How are you? Doing well. It's game day. It is. It is indeed. University looking for a district title. Belton looking for a district title. Something's got to give. And uh, we'll uh, we'll have that game tonight for you over on 104.9 Star FM. So uh, all kinds of stuff going. I'll be in Colleen tonight for uh, Waco and Colleen wrapping up the season. I, I, we are working well, and we, you know you have to work behind the scenes. And <laughs> I'm starting to kind of pull my hair out. We 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 got a lot of stuff going next week. What what do we got? Five high school playoff games. Mm-hmm. Five high school playoff games uh, next week. Uh, man, we'll, we'll and we're having to move games around and rearrange things. We've got, we've also got college basketball for you. Uh, uh, so we we've got a lot of stuff. Baylor men and Baylor women. Well, the women had an exhibition game uh, that you heard right here on ESPN last night, and uh, they won big as you might suspect. So, but on Monday, Monday, we have a an 11 o'clock game uh, with with Baylor men, and then we have a 7 o'clock game with Baylor women on Monday night to kind of get the season rolling. But next Friday, I was, I, was, I was just looking. Next Thursday, 
will have the broadcast of the West Trojans. And that's going to be on Shooter FM, which is 92.9 FM. Next Friday, we will have, let's see if I got it all right, Temple and Waxahachie at 7.30 on Fox, where, where it always is. Next Friday, we will have University and whoever, and that's going to be over on Cool 101.3. We're moving that broadcast down the hall to 101.3. We'll have Crawford, and I'm not sure who they're playing yet. I don't think it's decided. I think tonight has something to do with that. We'll have that broadcast on 104.9 FM. We'll have Mart, and that broadcast normally would be here on ESPN. However, we have Baylor basketball next Friday night here on ESPN. So that broadcast is going to move up the hall to uh, Kicker, which is 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Did I miss anybody? No, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We've uh, <laughs> we got you covered. We've got some games, don't we? Uh, and and so we've we've and got a scoreboard show and a scoreboard oh. show right back here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, so yeah, at ten thirty. So we we've got we've got a lot of stuff for you on uh, next Friday night, getting things rolling. Uh, we, so yeah, we'll have we're covering five high schools. And then we have Baylor men and Baylor women basketball starting. Other than that, and then we continue with Baylor football and UMHB football. Mm-hmm. So other than that, we don't have a whole lot going on in the building. <laughs> Holy moly. It's going to be a fun week. Well, just keeping up with it all. I mean, that's a full-time job. Uh, 705, we welcome you to the program. Uh, what else is going on? Did The Philadelphia Eagles had a little fight on their hands last night. They did. The Texans... They they played hard. Now I didn't watch, but a couple of plays of it, because it takes too much out of me to get over to prime. It's just there's way too much effort, especially if you want to bounce around. I do, yeah. because I'm watching every pitch of the World Series. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I know I may be the the one <laughs> weird duck in this room. That's why you gotta set up the two TVs. And I, I always thought that Houston wore a blue jersey at home, and they were wore, they wore red last night. Yeah, they've been wearing red for a few years now. Have they? Mm-hmm. That'll tell you how much I pay attention to the Texans. I think that was the first time they were wearing those red helmets, too, which I love, by the way. Those are nice. Okay. Yeah. I thought they wore blue helmets. They, I, I, didn't, I never knew they had a red helmet. I think that was the first time. Everybody has it. an alternate helmet this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they need to. See if they can find an alternate way to play and try to win one. Thanks, college football. What are they? One six and one. Yep. Yeah, and the Eagles are eight and zero for the first time in franchise history. Keep rolling, Eagles. Keep rolling. the The regular season, you play the regular season to get into the tournament. It's seeding for the tournament. Keep rolling, Eagles. Till you get to Dallas. <laughs> On Christmas Eve. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What day does that fall on? Saturday. Does it really? How about that? All right. All right, so uh, they they win. How about the Houston Astros, everybody? That's a nice win. That's that's two in a row on the road in in Philadelphia. So uh, all those naysayers after the first game in Philadelphia pumped the brakes. 
Now, Houston comes back to Houston, needing one win in two games. So today's a travel day, and then they'll play tomorrow and, if necessary, on Sunday. I kind of like Houston's chances. Now, I'm not saying Philadelphia can't win it because they're really a good ball club, but I really like Houston's chances. And, and everybody that was on the what Verlander camp pitch in the big game, he finally got his first playoff win out of eight tries. World Series, yeah. Uh, you can get off. You can get off that train too. Mm-hmm. He was good last night. Mm-hmm. He's very good last night. He's been good before. He, he just hadn't got the win. He's been snake bit in some of those games. You're right. That's exactly right. If you pay any attention whatsoever, you you know that. But anyway, uh, and uh, one other quick thought here this morning, and I know that. Young Ryan's probably not going to know him. But uh, Ray Guy, the uh, former punter of the Oakland slash Los Angeles Raiders, mm-hmm. passed away yesterday at the age of 72. I know him. You do? Wasn't he the only punter ever drafted in the first round? You got it, Toyota. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Out, of, out of Southern Miss. Mm-hmm. You know, he played, he played defensive back for Southern Miss. He was a starter in that secondary. He was drafted – by, in Major League Baseball. I think the Astros, they did. The Astros yep. drafted him. I mean, he was he was an athlete. Mm-hmm. I think he was about 6'3", 6'4", something like that. And I think Ward, we'd all probably concede that he was maybe the best punter ever to, to, to do it. Well, there's a, and, there's a reason why there's a Ray Guy Award. That's in exactly yeah. right. I was going to say Reggie Roby was a pretty darn good one, too. But the award is the Ray Guy Award. And yeah, so uh, he he uh, he battled a long sickness and uh, passed away at the age of seventy-two. But yeah, th- those guys like that, those those multi-sport, multi-talented guys, I, I was just kind of curious why they didn't use him in some different areas, uh, but they didn't. John Madden was his coach, and he just said, "You punt the football whenever we need you to," and boy, he did it well. He did it well. A first-round draft pick by Al Davis. How about that? Good call there, young Ryan. Good call. All right, 7-10. It's uh, 10 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to talk a little bit more about high school football coming up in a few minutes. We'll also dive into the World Series. Ricky Thompson's going to be here. He's going to preview the uh, Baylor-Oklahoma game that's coming up tomorrow. We'll have that broadcast beginning at 12 noon with a 2 p.m. kickoff. Uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. He's the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. He'll be here. Talk a little bit about last night and preview tonight. It's a weird weekend in high school football with a lot of those games being played last night as opposed to tonight. Strange. Well, there was a bunch. Yeah. I mean, I, I had, the, uh, I had the, the app up last night looking at scores, and, man, I was just surprised by how many games actually were played, particularly in the Metroplex. Uh, so we'll get into that a little bit. And uh, even though it's an open date, let's uh, see what the Cowboys are doing. Kyle Yeomans will join us, and we'll talk some Cowboy football sometime uh, in our 8 o'clock hour. So we got a lot of stuff for you here this morning.
You, you are you excited about tonight? Yes, it's a huge game for you. Mean the university game? Correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> what else would you be excited about? <laughs> That's true. Um, it, it's a big game. It's a big game for Supper? both teams. <laughs> well, yeah, but no. But this is a huge game for both teams. Belton hasn't won a district championship since two thousand nine, and uh, university's playing for their first district championship, at least or at least a share of it since nineteen ninety six. So this is a big game for both teams. Should be fun. Should be fun. That's over at Waco ISD Stadium, and and all you got to do is show up and be a fan. That's it. Should be a lot of fun. Look forward to it. All right, so that'll be coming up. Uh, that'll be coming up tonight, and, and then we get rolling with the playoffs next week. And again, we'll have coverage of Temple University, West Crawford, and Mart on our family of radio station. Now you're going. <laughs> You may have to hunt to find the game, but we're going to have them all for you. And then, of course, we'll uh, we'll try to make sure we have the uh, the streaming app and all that going for all those games. And boy, we'll uh, we'll get that done for you. So should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, seven twelve, twelve minutes after seven. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward, Ryan, I'm Tom. Glad you're with us. Couple of quick notes. If you missed anything on the program, you can find it. On our uh, on our uh, on our uh, website website that's the word we're looking for syntexsportsfan.com quit laughing syntexsportsfan <laughs> Ward's over there going ha 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 syntexsportsfan look man when you get old you forget syntexsportsfan.com it's because I'm stressed out I didn't tell you guys we're you know I told you we were dog sitting for for my sister in law and brother in law. He's in the hospital and he's getting better. Thank you very much. Uh, but they have two little small dogs, so we're dog sitting. We have been for a while. My daughter decides to come down and and go to the uh, the event at the convention center. And I'm drawing I'm drawing a blank. Somebody can help me. But they went. They got a big event going on at the convention center. They do it every year. I know the name of it, but I can't I can't think of it. Anyway. The, so she came down for that. So there's a third dog that just joined the party. And then my son is in a wedding this weekend. So he came up from San Antonio where he lives and he piled two dogs on us. We got five oh. dogs in the house, Ward Whites. No, thank you. And they don't like each other. Even better. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, then, then, they, then they went to that event last night at the convention center. So it's me and five dogs. Don't you know I was happy? Oh, happy, happy. Now, I said, go to your corner, and you go to your corner, and you go to your corner. But they didn't listen. Really? Yeah. I mean, when I said go to your corner, that doesn't mean chase each other. <laughs> but that's what we got. Anyway, I'm so. Yeah, SyntexSportsFan.com is the website. SyntexSportsFan.com. And you can check out anything that you might have missed on the program. And if you want to participate, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, as always, on our Syntex uh, text line, uh, it's a. Uh, what's the text line? 254 662 1660. Thank you. Fi- what? The CNC Collision Center text line at 254 662 1660. Holy smokes. I'm, uh, it's, can it rub off? I mean, is Stephanie kind of. Bringing her her mojo into our room? Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. Stephanie's one of our pals. All right, 7.15, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. 
Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, if I was your professor, try to put yourself back in the days of being 18, 19 years old. Would you sign up for one of my classes? Like if I were my age and you were a college student, you think you'd like to be in one of my classes? I would weigh my options. That would be one of them. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Aaron would look around. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Are you Frustrated with rising cost of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new porky pig tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Football is back in full swing, and Specs is here to get you geared up for game day. Shop lower prices on all your favorites and expand your lineup with a huge selection of world-class wines, spirits, beers, and gourmet foods. Specs has been fueling Texas tailgates since 1962 as the one-stop shop for gridiron greatness. When it comes to fantastic football feasts, it's down set Specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games this week in college football, including Tennessee at Georgia, Wake Forest at North Carolina State, Baylor versus Oklahoma, Alabama versus LSU, Clemson versus Notre Dame. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs Wine, Spirits, and Finer Foods. The fun starts here. 
your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 719, 19 minutes after 7 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll talk some World Series coming up in a few minutes. And uh, we'll also get to uh, Baylor and Oklahoma and the Big 12 with Ricky Thompson. We'll do that around 745. And it's brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. Good folks over there. Uh, and uh, right now, let's go to our CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. And uh, we'll begin with Robert, who says, it's Deck the Halls. And he's right. That is a uh, a program presented by the Junior League, and uh, that uh, that goes that's going on this weekend down at uh, the Waco Convention Center. Uh, every year there's a, there's a vendor there that makes the best divinity, and I get a little little package of it every year. That's I think that was the peace offering my family brought me last night after going. Oh, by the way, there's going to be five dogs here real quick. Now, we're not going to be here to greet them because we're going to deck the halls, but you take care of it. So, <laughs> we did. So I got some divinity last night, and uh, I'm tr- I-, I will try. I will try to make that last or not, not break the seal until the holidays. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I said I will try. I didn't say how hard I will try. <laughs> <laughs> you get home from the game tonight. You know what? It nearly happened last night during the Astros game. Notice I said Astros and not Phillies. Yeah. I know. You're on that bandwagon. Yeah, well, you know, I am a little bandwagon guy because I know that, you know, if they can do it, the Rangers can do it, and they'll do it next year. No. 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 Huh. My daughter comes in, and she's a hater. She, I mean, she said, why are you rooting for Houston? They're cheaters. I said, that was a long time ago. How many How many Astros are actually on that roster? Two, three? Uh, yeah, there's a couple. How two, Bay? You know, one. Bregman. Yeah. Anyway, so that that's that. Uh, thanks, Robert. It is Deck the Halls that was going on last night. Uh, Hector in Waco on the CNC Collision Center text line. Hector says, University will win thanks to Ryan picking them. Thanks, Ryan. You're welcome. Yeah. What uh, what does that have to do with university winning the game? You picking them. I don't know. Come on, Hector. Quit <laughs> giving Ryan that much love. He still cheats. Well, there's no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't matter whether university won or Belton won. Young Ryan was going to win because he's going to fill out the scorecard after the fact. Mm-hmm. So, uh, from the 254, how about them Conley Cadets this year and how you think they will, will be in the playoffs? Well, first of all, I think they're an incredibly talented football team with unbelievable team speed, and I think they're going to do quite well. Thank you very much. Their only two losses are to two teams that are playoff-bound football teams, top 10 teams in a classification higher than them. That's their only two losses, Brownwood and China Spring. So, uh, And I think we all can agree that China Spring is a pretty good little old football unit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think I think the cadets would do well. Now, I would like to see their passing game get a little better. I mean, they're they're pretty much a predominantly running football team, but the way they run the ball, they you know they got guys averaging twelve yards a carry and things like that, and they play terrific defense. But yeah, I think Terry's uh, Garrick's got them going well over there. Uh, last night, as we mentioned, Temple won, and that secures the second position. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
and they'll they'll finish they're, behind Heights. Yeah, they're the number one school in big school. In big school because again, six A is the only division that doesn't separate until after the regular season is concluded. Mm-hmm. Then they go by student population and decide of those four teams, two will go to the big school division, two will go to the small school. I remember once upon a time that the big school division was smaller in numbers than the little school division. I mean, it was like 64 teams, you know what I mean, and then 32. But now it's, you know, it's two and two. So Because it used to be three teams. You had one, one go to the big school and two go to the small school. Used to be one team. Yeah, and then it was two, mm-hmm. then it was three, now it's four. I know some states let let everybody in. Uh, I hope we never get to that. No. I hope we never get to that. There has got to be some kind of reward for excellence. I'm curious. I haven't looked it up yet. I wonder if there's any 0-10 teams in the playoffs again this there year. There might be. You, yeah, you had a great is. point. Because there's, there there's a couple four-team districts. If there's a four-team district, you could, you could very well have an 0-10 team in the playoffs. So, which, come on. As they say, come on, man. Uh, let's give you some scores from around Central Texas last night. Uh, Craig Horn and Axton, boy, they just keep rolling, don't they? 55 to nothing. They went over Itasca last night. Uh, let's see here. Bremont wins again. They beat Iola 54 to 6. And uh, Glen Rose wins again. They beat Ferris 56 to 27. Stop me if any of these surprise you. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Hillsborough, a huge winner over Venus, 64-9. Wow. Nice win for, for the Eagles. Uh, in that, I, I want to call it kind of like a backyard matchup. Uh, Leon and Normandy got together with uh, the uh, Jewett-Leon Cougars winning 45-20. to uh, Madisonville beat Salado last night, 30-14. to and it was Red Oak losing to Middle Othian. I'm telling you, Middle Othian's a good football team. Mm-hmm. 56-28. I've seen Middle Oth, and I like them. Uh, Mart uh, all over Hubbard, 70 to nothing. the final there. I think it was 62 or 63 at the half. At the half. Goodness. So, uh, yeah. So, it was a 70 to nothing win there over Hubbard. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Marlin won again. Boy, I tell you what, once they got healthy, they got cooking. They beat Valley Mills 41-14. to Tega went over Fairfield 27-12. to Malakoff over Grosbeck 48 to nothing. A lot of games last night. Were you surprised by Hutto beating Weiss 41-38? I, I was. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, Hutto over Pflugerville Weiss 41-38. Uh, it was Rosebud Lott over Moody 41-13. to uh, we had uh, we had the text from the two five four. How about those cadets? Well, the cadets beat Robinson handily. I might add fifty eight to nothing. The uh, cadets over the Rockets, and boy, they were uh, they were cooking last night as well. Thorndale wins over Hearn. It was as we mentioned, Temple scoring sixty nine in a sixty nine seven win over Coppers Cove. Cameron and Troy was in a dogfight for the longest. Cameron pulls away late, 35-14. I think that game at one point was 14-14. I mean, they were going. And then Cameron pulls away and wins 35-14. Cubs of Clifton beat Florence 32-26. Uh, in, in what was a tight game early, then Stephenville kind of pulled away. The Jackets win over La Vega 42-28 there. That stops a two-game skid for Stephenville. Uh, let's see here. Uh Colleen Harker Heights uh, went over over Bryan 49-14. Abbott won last night, I believe, as they uh, 
wrap up a perfect season. So there's some, some scores from around Central Texas. Anything jump off the page to you? Uh, I, other than Central f- Texas, no, not really. No. Other than that, Huddle Weiss game was kind of that was interesting, a, a little to me. bit of a surprise. But yeah. Huddle's a good football team. They are. And, they absolutely you know, are. They could have beat several people this year, right? In district play, uh, and they had a good non-district. Uh, one up in the Metroplex that that I noticed last night, Alito again gets the win, forty-seven to six. Alito now, and we talked about this earlier. Their, mm-hmm. their streak. They haven't lost, lost a district game. In 15 years, are you since kidding 2007, me? the Bearcats have not lost a district game. Oh, think about gosh. that. What were That's you? Just eight? unbelievable. I was seven. <laughs> he was seven years. Our producer was seven years old the last time the Bearcats dropped a district contest. <laughs> That's an amazing. It is. Wow. Street. It is. That that is that's just off the charts. Good stuff. All right, that's a, a quick check on high school football. We'll have some more coming up at the top of the hour. Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine will join us, so we'll do that around 8 o'clock uh, this morning. Coming up in a few minutes, we'll get to the World Series and uh, get you caught up there. And then at 745, we'll talk Baylor and Big 12 football with Ricky Thompson. We'll do that. So straight ahead, that's what we got for you here on ESPN Central Texas. Right now, uh, Cowboys are on an open date. Let's get a, a report on what they are up to. Christy Scales has got today's cowboy report and it's brought to you by richard car buick gmc cadillac check them out today at richardcar.com hi everyone with today's cowboys report i'm christy scales all pro zach martin tells you about something cool players and coaches will do monday when they get back from the bye week you'll hear from the future hall of famer after this todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable and now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Cowboys players and coaches are enjoying their bye week away from the star, but when they return to work Monday, All-Pro right guard Zach Martin explains what will happen in meetings when AD, defensive line coach Adam Dirty, meets with Cowboys offensive linemen. Something cool that we do that we I've never done before is we do these things called cross-the-hall meetings. AD will come into our room and, and uh, give a little presentation on what defenses they're looking at, different things that they're trying to attack. And I thought last year it helped out a ton and, and hearing what from a defensive line perspective of what they're thinking on certain plays. So uh, I do think this, this staff does a really nice job with that. So I'm sure they'll have a bunch of stuff for us when we get back. Everyone enjoy the bye weekend. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. 
locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Fly by right center field. McCormick on the move. He's at the track. He's at the wall. Makes the grab. Taz McCormick. Two gone in the ninth. Wow. What a play. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, that was that was one of many Big time plays. I don't know if you saw you guys, Ward. I know you didn't. You were doing a football game, uh, Ryan. I don't know if you saw the double play that Philadelphia turned with uh, with a chance. The Astros had a chance to kind of stretch the lead, kind of give them some breathing room. But here's a sharply hit ground ball from Altuve. Third baseman goes and gets it, steps on the bag, and, and somehow manages to make a strong throw. To first. I mean, there was all kinds of good plays. That the game last night was what. I think World Series baseball should be about. It was terrific pitching. It was timely hitting, and it was outstanding defense. I mean, you had a really good game, and there was very little barking about balls and strikes. I thought the home plate umpire did a good job, uh, and there was a million borderline pitches that could have went either way, and most of the guys, I mean, there was some barking. You know, that ball's down, that ball's up. Well, yeah, in your eyes it was. That's why you didn't swing, but <laughs> – we get it, but uh, for the most part, I, th- I just thought it was just a good baseball game. It was a really good baseball game and competitive baseball game with decisions to be made by managers and, you know, all kinds of things. Get this guy up. Nope, don't get him. I mean, it was just really – it was really fun. It was a fun – it was a fun watch uh, and, uh, and and really a, a good game. And, and uh, in the two-hole for the Astros – 
is uh, is Jeremy Pena. Boy, he had a nice night last night, and he got it done. And after the game, Dusty Baker talked about Pena. And, uh, you know, like he, you know, he works at it. And uh, he works at his game. And, uh, you know, what he's done this year was similar to when I saw young Andrew Jones as a as a young player with the Braves against the Yankees. And uh, every once in a while, you know, these guys, you know, come along, not that often, but uh, that just goes to show you, I mean, his future is, is very, very bright. That's high praise, isn't it, Ward Whites, to be compared Absolutely. to him? Yeah, no doubt. To Andrew Jones? Yeah, wow. Well. <laughs> That's high praise. There's few out there that see more baseball than Dusty Baker. That's exactly right. Uh, if he says the sky is green, you better you better know that the sky is green. Uh, he he's that kind of guy. I mean, look how many clubs he's been with that are World Series clubs. Mm-hmm. And there's some guys that just don't get there. And I don't think that's an accident. I, I don't think Dusty Baker was lucky that he's been a part of what four World Series teams. I think no, not at all. And he was the he was the perfect pick when the mm-hmm. Astros needed. When that thing was in the ditch? Yeah, when they when they needed to get over what they were going through. Mm-hmm. He was he was the perfect fit for the Astros and you know, now you've seen why. Here's the line on, on Verlander, by the way. Five innings, four hits, one run. It was earned. Four walks, six strikeouts. And he leaves the game with the Astros winning and he gets the win. Oh, by the way, Pena had the uh, the big blow of the game. He had a he was th- by, he had one third of the hits. Houston had nine hits. He had three of them, including a uh, a home run that that put the Astros ahead to stay in their three two win. So it's a travel day today. Then they uh, then they'll play tomorrow night, and if necessary on Sunday. Anybody want to predict they close it out tomorrow night? Yeah, they will. I think so too. At home, absolutely. I think so. I don't, don't, don't holler absolutely because I guarantee you, now Philadelphia's they won't. Gonna, yeah, Philadelphia, plus Philadelphia's going to fight. They're going to fight like mad, and, and they know their back is against the wall, and they'll they won't worry about Sunday. They'll pitch it any way they've got to. They'll they'll use every player in that dugout if they've got to, because that's what you do when you're when when you're at the the brink of elimination. You let it all hang out and. You worry about piecing it together the next day when the next day next day gets there. So uh, it, it'll be fun Saturday night watching the uh, watching the uh, Astros and the uh, the Philadelphia Phillies in the uh, sixth game of the twenty two World Series. Look forward to to all of that. All right, uh, seven thirty seven. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us as we roll through a Friday morning. And uh, getting geared up for some high school football. What are you going to do tonight? By the way, y- your game was was moved from Friday night to Thursday night. So, what do you uh, what do you anticipate you'll do tonight? I uh, will find a game somewhere and probably watch the first half or so, and then go home and get ready to head out in the morning for Brownwood. That's right. You got the uh, you got the crew and Howard Payne. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you see in that football game? I I think the UMHB needs to come out, play fast and and play well, uh and, and put four quarters together and you know try to keep this thing the momentum that they've got going over the past couple of weeks, try to keep it keep it going and again, they're another team that needs to play four 
complete quarters, and Coach Harmon has said that. And so uh, I expect them to come out fast and, and play well. Howard Payne's a very much improved football team. Lost their first game last week uh, against Hardin-Simmons. They had a 19 to nothing lead at half, and Hardin-Simmons came back and beat them 28 to 19 to win that game. So they won't Adeline. be happy Saturday. They will not be happy. Uh, you know, they thought that they would be coming into this game undefeated and playing for a conference championship. Now they're playing for a share of the conference championship. They can still get that. Uh, but if uh, UMHB wins tonight, they're guaranteed at least a share of the conference championship with one game to go. So uh, it, it, it'll be. And if Howard Payne was, was to win uh, and they share it with UMHB, wouldn't they be the number one seed by virtue of their victory? Um. It depends on it depends on the rankings and and how the NCAA mm. goes about what they're doing. So, strength of schedule and everything else will go into that. Gotcha. All right, uh, coming up in a couple of minutes, uh, and that by the way will be uh, Saturday on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. That is thirteen thirty AM, ninety three point nine FM. Either or, I'm an FM kind of guy when it comes to listening to our sports stations. I listen to ninety two point three. I'm the opposite. You're listening to the I'd, AM side, huh? I'd rather hear sports on AM. Okay. That's what makes the world go round. I, I I love it in stereo. So left channel, right channel, here we go. So I listen to, I listen to this station on 92.3, and I listen to uh, Fox on 93.9. Fox got some great hosts, by the way. They got Dan Patrick down the hall. We've got uh, Colin Cowherd down the hall. So uh, some really good stuff. I like the odd couple. Uh, mm-hmm. At night, they're really, really yeah, they're good. Great. So, I uh, got some good stuff over on Fox uh, 93.9 and 1330 AM. All right. Uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, and brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. I, I talked to Braden Emery yesterday, and I forgot to ask him about the new facility and when they're going to get moved over to uh, to the new facility, but it is close. Right now, they continue to serve you with two great locations down in Bryant and also at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. Serving Central Texas since 1943 at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, they built their reputation one customer at a time. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, uh, and just all kinds of great stuff. They also carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch up to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. And they also have square tubing, one half inch to six inches for all those weekend projects, such as deer stands or ornamental iron jobs. You can, you can check that out as well. Uh, if you're building a, a, a new metal building or a barn dominium, the, you know, that's kind of the hot thing going right now. And you need a contractor. Well, Pioneer Stealing Pipe can point you in the right direction. They deliver and they unload. And again, they're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5, Saturdays from 8 until noon. And of course, you can check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Recently on Game Time, we say good morning to Josh Neighbors. Let's just say Georgia's 12-1, and and Alabama's 12-1, and and Clemson's perfect, and Ohio State's perfect. Is TC getting in over Alabama or or one-loss Georgia? They're setting the standard right now that they're saying, well, you know, because you've played some close games and we like the logos, there's a lot of football left to play. But there's definitely a world like to see an undefeated Power 5 team being kept out. Yeah, 100% I can see it. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. 
Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Are you tired of the same old boring pizza? Well, it's time to step it up and head on over to Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall off Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. This pizza is a handcrafted cuisine from the Castillo family, serving the fine food since the 1930s. Order by the slice or a whole pie, or try Castillo's spaghetti and meatballs. Top your meal off with Italian gelato with many flavors to choose from. Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall, Waco. Stop by or check them out at villagepizzeria.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, November 12th and Sunday, November 13th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show, more than just ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, November 12th, 9 to 5, and November 13th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. When it's time for your new car, truck, or SUV, BK Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class, the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. BK Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at BK Ford. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. At Morrison's Gifts, they get it. It's just too early to think about gifts for the holidays, and suddenly you realize they're here and you just don't have the money for the gifts they really deserve. That's why Morrison's offers layaway. Spread those payments out and be a hero at the holidays. Choose from John Hart and Cotuela bags, totes and purses, jelly cat plush animals, and over 70 other lines of gifts and gourmet items. That's Morrison's Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills next to Jason's Deli. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more. Only at Metro. 
If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson. Presented by Alliance Bank. All right, 746. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's welcome in from the uh, Baylor broadcast team, Ricky Thompson. Ricky, good morning. We appreciate you being with us. Are, are these two teams, in your opinion, very similar? They're both uh, on, on winning streaks of a couple of games, starting to get some footing, starting to find themselves a little bit? Uh, yeah, I think that's probably right. I'm, I'm not sure that maybe the Bears don't have a little bit of an edge there. I think uh, Oklahoma was really reeling early just because of all the new players, guys. Remember all the transfers that – went out and came in and that's that's an adjustment and I think they've also figured out that maybe they've got one quarterback and if Gabriel goes down that's a problem where the Bears I think are a little more stable there I think drones could step in and uh, really do a good job but you just go back and look at the tech game in particular I thought that was finally the full 60 minute game special teams, defense, offense, uh, you'll take that every week. But why did it take so long? Uh, Good question. I think part of it is, if I could point to one thing, it's probably the inexperience at receiver and in the defensive backfield. I just think it took some time to gain confidence there. Uh, How Presley has really stepped up and made plays in the last couple of games. And guys, if you think about it, the first four or five games, what did he have, three or four catches, period? And he made a phenomenal catch, really. The touchdown catch was a great catch, but the catch he made on the sideline to get a foot down to get us out of deep and tech territory was the best catch he made. And I just think that has added such confidence to Shapen to let the ball fly instead of holding it a little longer, let go of it. Uh, defensive backs, all you got to say is five interceptions. I don't care how the quarterback's playing. If you can pick off five, you're doing something right. And I just – I think that those two positions or position groups really struggled early, and I think that forced the whole team to struggle. Going up to Norman, never an easy place to go, but for – Baylor going into this game, how much do they need to get off to a quick start and, and kind of put the doubt out of OU's mind and, and really put the pressure on OU? Well, I think in this league this year, that's important in every game because it seems to be really balanced. So a fast start is important, which is exactly what the Bears did last week in Lubbock. Uh, I think. At OU, it'll be important as well. But I tell you, the other thing is, think about it. We, we played at BYU, at Iowa State, at West Virginia, and at Lubbock. This team is experienced playing in tough places on the road, and that makes all the difference in the world. So I don't think the crowd will make them flinch. And I tell you, if you get on somebody early like Oklahoma with the difficulties they've had at certain levels and certain games I think it could really send them the other direction really more so at home than on the road because then your home crowd starts to 
feel a little worried and and just like Lubbock, you know, mid fourth quarter they're leaving, and that game wasn't over mid fourth quarter. So I, I think you do that on the road, and sometimes it's even more beneficial than at home. Visiting with Ricky Thompson for the Baylor broadcast team. Ricky, uh, we've we've kind of been looking to see who was going to emerge as RB1, and that clearly is Richard Reese. Now the question is, what's the proper number, in your opinion, for for him? I mean, he had 36 carries on Saturday night against Texas Tech for a buck 48. Are you okay with that? I am. Uh, I think he's proven that he can do it. He's done it twice. He stayed healthy. Uh, he's a really tough kid. I think the other, other thing you notice, some running backs just have the ability to not take big shots, and that's a skill. Some of it's luck, obviously, but I, it's also a skill to avoid the really tough shots, and I'm saying that, and he'll probably get drilled the first play at OU, but he, he's done a good job there, and I think for this team to be at its best, he needs to have 25 to 30 carries. For OU, this game is big, but it's big for everybody, and and you can make some games get too big. There's a lot of pressure on them because with this game, it kind of there's season kind of teeters. It could go either way. How much does that play into Baylor's hands? Well, I think it puts some pressure on OU for sure. Uh, they've never been at this position in the season where they had this many conference losses uh, pretty much out of the race for the championship game. But uh, in the Bears' case, I think there's a really good chance that a two-loss team gets in again, at least two. Uh, still have K-State and TCU at home. Uh, you win this game, you're 6-3, and three, two losses in the league. You win the next two at home, and you're going to Austin playing to get in the championship game again. So I think it's a huge game for both teams, more for Baylor to stay in the race and for OU just to keep from really going south during the season. And he doesn't have talent. They do. I mean, it's just like Texas. They always have players. They'll be tough at home. I think this is going to be a really tough game. Uh, and it's not like that. We've got a lot of experience winning in Norman, I think, one time. So, uh, But I'm, I'm telling you, I'm just not surprised at all if we don't go up there and win this game. Is it a coincidence that the the front had six sacks and the back end had five interceptions? <laughs> Heavens no. <laughs> I think that's a direct correlation. We've talked about that all year with, with the lack of pressure up front. And I think – Part of that is scheme and that they finally gained some confidence in those guys in the back that they can cover. And with that, uh, they've let these guys go. And they're going after the quarterback. Uh, they're not worried about coverage. They're doing their job, which is to get after him. And, and even when there weren't interceptions, think about the times when the QB was just running for his life and threw it away. I mean, I, I can count four times where he threw it in the first row. That's a big play, too. So uh, they had him thinking and running all night, and obviously they were throwing it to us about as often as they threw it to their guys. For the game on Saturday, 
do you think it's important to take a couple of shots early and loosen up that box to get that running game going where you want it to go? Sure. I always think it is, and I guess I know receiver would, but even an incomplete deep ball has an effect on a defensive football team, particularly in the secondary. Those guys are always on their heels just a little, thinking I can't get beat, I can't get beat deep. Then you start zipping underneath with the quick slants, hitches, crossing routes. Uh, then you do that, you go over the top again. And you're going to hit one or two. We hit a couple last week, and we've been doing that more so the last few games. And I think that's another factor that's changed. Shapin uh, really throws a nice deep ball. It's easy to catch. He's really accurate with it. I think he's really stepped up his game as well. And go back to check again, the, the throw he made to Hal Presley in the end zone to make it 24-3 was really one of the best throws I've ever seen him make. He was a little bit on his heels, threw the ball in a perfect spot in the corner of the end zone to Hal Presley for the touchdown. And uh, not a lot of guys can make that throw, and a lot of them won't even try it. Ricky, uh, final thought on the Tech game. Uh, you were down at field level among the, uh, you know, the, uh, on our broadcast team. What was the vibe like before the game and after the game with, with all the familiarity with the two coaching staffs, players, and all that stuff? It, it was, was, was it unusual? Yeah, in a way it was. I thought there was a lot more uh, excitement on our sideline. I thought those guys were really ready to play. I don't know if that fed from being at Tech and because McGuire was on the other side plus several other guys that had been at Baylor or if it was the fact just the crowd. And I think they really fed off that crowd. They finally were to the point where a crowd didn't bother them, it really motivated them. And it crowd up there was really a non-factor. And I don't know if that was because of the excitement playing against the team where your former coach is there or if it was just playing tech on the road. But, man, I just don't know how you handle the crowd any better than they did. All right, uh, we're up against the clock, but I do want to get your thought here. Baylor – needs to do what in order to win the football game? Uh, same thing we did last week. You've got to run the ball very effectively. I think uh, Richard Grease has to get his yardage. He has to get his carries. I think Shapin has to be protective of the football, uh, make the good throws, and we got to pressure the quarterback. You can't let Dylan Gabriel sit back there. You've got to make him move. And with that, he won't be as effective. So I think to me, that's, that's the game plan to win this game at OU Saturday. Ricky, as always, it's a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. Uh, safe travels uh, to Norman, and uh, let's get a W. Uh, yeah, let's go get it, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great day. That's uh, Ricky Thompson from the Baylor Broadcast Team presented by uh, presented by Alliance Bank Central Texas. It's uh, 7.58. Let's continue our, our Baylor conversations. We bring in John Morris. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Our money's number check, Baylor Athletics on the Friday, Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Equestrian gets another shot at number one. Volleyball hosting Kansas in the Farrell Center and football headed north of the Red River. 
details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Say big during the Black Friday sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Celebrating with an incredible lineup of all new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Come see what Allen Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep that fits your lifestyle. Come by. Let's be friends. Baylor basketball returns November 7th here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFE tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Two weeks ago, Baylor Equestrian knocked off then number one TCU 12-7. Now today, they're back in action in Dallas, taking on SMU the new number one team in the nation. They'll start at 10 a.m. this morning in Dallas for Baylor SMU Equestrian. Tomorrow afternoon, Baylor Volleyball, home in the Farrell Center, hosting Kansas. Volleyball in second place in the Big 12 standings, ranked number 11 in the nation. The match on Big 12 now on ESPN+. And Baylor football headed north of the Red River to take on the Oklahoma Sooners tomorrow at 2. The Bears and Sooners, identical 5-3 and three records overall, both looking to become bowl eligible with a win tomorrow. Here is Baylor head coach Dave Aranda on the Sooners. Yeah, it's a hungry team. I think they're, um, they're a pissed-off team. And, you know, you can see they have a chip on their shoulder. You know, I'm sure for them as it as it should be for us i mean they're looking at whatever the top ranking things come out and saying i should be on there and all that and so i'm i'm sure we're going to get the ire of all that and and i think that's that's for sure part of it you could see offensively um a focus on the run game a really huge one and um there's still tempo and all of it but the run game is way more emphasized you know, this is coming off that stretch where they weren't winning games. And then defensively, um, again, coming off that stretch, you could see much of much more focus on four down fronts and more of a simplified uh, approach. I think prior to that, there was three down, four down, pressure, this type of pressure, that type of pressure, this type of stunt, and all, and all of it. And that, that is way quieted down. Dave Aranda and the Bears looking to open November with a big road win over the Oklahoma Sooners tomorrow. Our broadcast begins at high noon here on ESPN Central Texas with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's a 2 p.m. kickoff right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tomorrow on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from Norman and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. 
Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler. Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. We do have the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine with us as we kick off hour two of the program of Game Time, your first word in sports. It's 803. And Greg, good morning. This is a weird. I don't know how to describe the feeling because we had a, a boatload of games last night, but we got a lot of games tonight. It's just, it's almost like Friday night lights take two. Yeah. I, I've, I've honestly never seen anything like this. Uh, so because big weather is rolling through tonight across, you know, large swaths of the state, it was kind of abandoned ship on Friday night. We had a ton <laughs> of, of games moved uh, from up from, from Friday to Thursday. Uh, we had two. I mean, to, let me put it to this, this way. Usually, this time of year, a night like last night. Um, I mean, let's go. Let's just go like a real world example. Last week, last week on Thursday night, we had about sixty games. About sixty games. That's about par for the course. Maybe a little low. Maybe a little high. It's right in that range, right? Uh, last night we had two hundred and thirty-one. 231 UIL Texas high school football games last night because everyone's trying to get away from the weather. And there's a couple. Uh, a couple of reasons. One of them is certainly the weather and, 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 you know, safety is the most important thing. Getting this in. It is also worth mentioning that because this is week 11 and the playoffs start next week, there's a real sense of urgency to get this game in because uh, the last thing these coaches want is to have to play a surprise Saturday game because tonight gets, uh, you know, because weather's inclement tonight and you're not able to play tonight. So you have to move it to Saturday. So suddenly then you have a surprise Saturday game heading into the playoffs. And, and so I think there was a, certainly, I think there was a lot of sincere concern about the, the weather. I'm not trying to downplay that. I also think that there were coaches who were like, look, even if there's a 10% chance that our Friday night game gets, gets lightninged out, basically, then we can't risk that because we need to be, have a full week to prep for the, for the playoffs. And so I think, uh, I think that is that was something to keep an eye uh, that that they did uh, that you are seeing this week. The other thing about that is, is is and this is a nice reminder for people maybe back from COVID times, unfortunately, uh, of the five day rule. You can't play two games in five days. So if you play on Saturday, that means you cannot play a Thursday night high school football playoff game. So that's another reason that I think you saw that abandoned ship on Friday, and it was suddenly uh, a, a huge slate of Thursday games last night. We were talking earlier, and I mentioned the Alito Bearcats winning last night in a, a district streak that is just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They haven't lost a district game since 2007. That's 15 years. Greg, is there anybody even close to that 
or are uh, no. they approaching a, a record? They, no, they stand alone. They, that, okay. that is the longest streak in Texas high school football history by a relatively considerable margin. The, the second longest with Katie, uh, who won 75 straight. Uh, wow. Katie's at, or Alito's at 111. Uh, so they're they're lapping the field in that regard. Uh, Allen had won 72 up until they lost to Cross for last year. Uh, Houston Lamar had a 71 to 72 game uh, district win streak, things like that. But no, Alito's at 111. They stand alone on that mountaintop. They are the clear kings of their district. And by the way, it's worth mentioning that this year the district was significantly tougher with Denton Ryan and Burleson Centennial. You can there is certainly an argument to be made that they've padded out that that um, that streak by playing a lot of forward ISD teams because they were in some real bad districts for a couple alignments there. Uh, but there's not that excuse doesn't exist this year. They 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 were in the gauntlet and they came out clean the other side. Last night, uh, the Mark Panthers uh, won their, their football game, and, and Kevin Hoffman uh, won his, I believe, his 101st game. He's 101 and 11 with three state championships. That's ridiculous to have 100-plus wins that fast. Yeah, it, it really is, and it speaks not only to uh, the players there, uh, that they obviously have tremendous talent uh, down there in Martin. They always do. Um, and it not only speaks to the program strength, which I know that those are the two things that, that, you know, if you talk to coach Hoffman, just being the guy that he is, he would point to, he'd say, well, we got great players and we got just a great, a great program. And he's right. Uh, but he's pretty darn good ball coach himself. I don't think you luck into it. 101 and 11 record over the course of your uh, career. And, and he is one of the very fastest to get to a hundred wins uh, in Texas high school football history. Um, it, it, it is remarkable what he's done. And, and this year, just another 10 and 0 mark. Um, and, and remember this was a Mart team that we did have some questions about coming in the year. They started the year ranked gasp number three instead of number one. Um, but they've answered those questions in a big way. And I think that what they've done, especially is they've gotten back to their roots, which is, and it's, it's weird to say this considering you started thinking about like all the big time playmakers they've had uh, come through there, but, uh, their roots are in defense. Like, I think, I think that's, that's what really sets them apart is that their defense has been fantastic. And they, by the way, have a win over Centerville, which has aged exceptionally, exceptionally well. That is a, a Centerville team uh, that last night put it on Corgan Camden to finish eight and two and win their district uh, there in two A Division One. I. I am awfully impressed with what Martin has been able to do, and I think they entered enter the two A Division Two playoffs as the favorite to win the state championship. I, I was going to ask uh, when you cover the state mm-hmm. championship games at AT and T Stadium, are you planning to have lunch with Kevin Hoffman? Are you guys going to get together? Uh, he probably doesn't want to talk to me, but, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I imagine he's going to be there. Um, and I, I, I would say that if you take a look at the way that the way that things would break out for them, they have got to be con- at, at, at the very, very, very least on the short list of teams to, to win the, win the title. I mean, uh, they're going to come out uh, that right side of the bracket. They are a region three team. Uh, they are, in my opinion, the clear favorite in region three love lady is probably second on that list who is a team to keep an eye on. I don't, I don't, I certainly don't want to throw it there on them but i think mart would be a, a a clear favorite over them and then at that point you're talking about a semifinal game with a, a team like chilton or bremond or burton or granger and and you know last year that was where they got tripped up they lost in the semifinal to fall city uh in a rather shocking development considering how much they had really owned fall city well fall city ain't there and and i'm not sure that 
Um, I felt last year that loss to Fall City was a stylistic one in a lot of ways because just the style uh, for Fall City and, and, and the, the where they were strong, um, you know, Mart was a little weak. I don't think that exists in Region 4. So then you're talking about a state championship game potentially against a team like Albany or Wellington or somebody out west. And I think they'd be a favorite there. Uh, I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be a favorite in the rest of their games. That's I, that's a that's something I'm comfortable saying. I mean, that's why they're the number one team in our rankings. We think they're the best team in two A Division two. Uh, it's certainly not you know easy, uh, and and you got to put one foot in front of the other. But I think if you're Mart, uh, you've got to be feeling like this could be another special year. Greg, I know there's probably a lot of games around the state tonight that win you're in and and lose you're out. Mm-hmm. But is there one that stands out for you? There's a couple of ones that are that are really important, uh, you know, as far as uh, playoff seeding is concerned and, and who goes where. Uh, and, yeah, there's a lot that, that are online. One game that I'm really interested in is up in Commerce tonight. Uh, Mineola in Commerce is a straight-up, no-strings-attached no playoff game. Win and you're in, lose and you're out. We had a couple of them last night. We had a couple more tonight, and that's one. This is a Commerce team that I think has been uh, flying a little bit under the radar uh, uh, Mineola has not been flying under the radar because they've got a guy who is uh, a freak show. If you're unfamiliar with the work of Dawson Pendergrass, um, you are missing out. This kid is the state's leading rusher. Um, he's averaging like 270 yards a game, he's averaging like 10 yards a carry. He's got like five passing touchdowns. He's caught a touchdown pass. He's returned an interception for a touchdown. Like this kid does it all. He's a He's a monster out there. Uh, the defense has left a little something to be desired, which is why they're in a win and in situation here in week 11. But that's a game that I'm going to be keeping close tabs on. But there are, by my count, I did, I did a little bit of math, and I want to say there were 26 games uh, scattered across week 11 that were those straight-up no tiebreaker playoff games. Uh, and, and we've got a number of them again uh, tonight that the winner is uh, the winner is going to be preparing for the playoffs and the loser is going to be blowing up basketballs. Yeah, we, we, we've got several here uh, in Central Texas that are like that, including Riesel and Boscoville. I, I'm, I'm going to throw you mm-hmm. a curveball here, and uh, let, let's see how this goes. Were there okay. any results last night that will change how coaches coach and play a game tonight based off seeding in the playoffs? Well, I mean, there was one game last night that, that caught my eye down the Houston area. So uh, full shear beat Richmond Foster in district 10, five, a division one. It's a great year. Full shear because Nick Caduti leads that young chargers program to a nine and one mark They're in, They're feeling really good for Richmond Foster. Now they're scoreboard watching. And now they are in a position where they are going to have to uh, go out there and and um, and and you know rely on uh, Friendswood beating Magnolia West in order to get in there. And so for Magnolia West, I think you're entering the situation because you were you need this. That was the help you needed last night. Uh, you know, you talk about we need to win and some help. That was the help they needed. They got it. They are now in a win and in situation. Um, and so if you are Magnolia West, I think that you are always going to put the pedal to the metal. But now I think you are in a situation where you want to be, you know, you want to be very careful not to let this thing slip away in any sort of silly fashion. Get a lead, coast on it. Don't get, you know, don't get, don't get cute. You know, you are in a situation where you don't need to win by a certain point differential, which is a possibility is a straight up win and end. So suddenly that's something to keep an eye on. 25-6A is one of the biggest messes in Texas high school football down in the Austin area. You've got three teams that are vying for two playoff spots. And not so they, they've all split the head-to-head uh, uh, um, tiebreaker. And also the second tiebreaker, which is point differential, that is tied as well. 
So it goes to the third tiebreaker, which is right now it would be point differential against the entire district. <laughs> and so you're going to have teams like Cedar Park Vista Ridge, like Round Rock Cedar Ridge, things like that, which they're going to go out there. And not only do they need to win, but they need to win in relative style, specifically by the 13-point tiebreaker cap. They need to go out there. And, and so you may have teams that are out there that are up by they're up by you know let's say they're up by six and they've got the ball with a minute left where they're going to be pushing and they're going to be like no we got to go we got to go hurry up hurry up hurry up we need one more touchdown to get to that max cap and so there are those situations like that around the state that um you know if you're a fan going to a game go in and take a look at the tiebreaker situations go to texasfootball.com see uh, understand the stakes the state of play here because there may be, especially late in games, some wacky situations uh, where teams are, you, I mean, there are some teams out there that if they lose by X number of points, they're in the playoffs. And so they may be down by six points and have the ball with a minute left and be like, now nah, we're good kneeling it out. You know, we're good taking a six point loss. Like there are those types of things out there that, uh, that especially here in week 11, things can get a little, a little wonky. Greg, what coaches are going to be meeting at Whataburger tonight for that coin flip? Oh, you know what? That's a great question, and we get that every year. I, I don't know that I know of a coin flip tiebreaker this year. So every wow. district every every district sets their sets their uh, their tiebreakers. If you don't know, and normally the famous the famous uh, uh, that famous tiebreaker, the coin flip tiebreaker. I want to say. That is a little bit outdated at this point because we kind of put in the point differential. Um, I believe that that, that Odessa Permian, I guess it was Midland um, uh, tiebreaker was they didn't have a point differential. It was just like we got these three-way head-to-head, so we're just going to get together and flip coins then. Um, this uh, now we've kind of instituted a point for almost every uh, team in the or district in the state. Head-to-head is obviously first. If you beat a team, then you've then you've you've got the the tiebreaker over them. But then second is usually some sort of point differential, which is uh, how much did you beat them by? Normally with a cap, so you're not encouraging teams to run it up on people, you know, by like 65 points or things like that. Normally it's about a 17 point cap. Um, and then that third tiebreaker is usually where you start to see the coin flip. I don't know of a district this year that is in a position where the coin flip could come into play. There are definitely districts out there that have a coin flip in their district bylaws. Like it, it definitely happens, but it's all, it's one of those things that we only find out about it whenever it's necessary to break glass in case of emergency. Uh, and just got a, a, a silver dollar in there. Uh, so uh, I don't think we've got a coin flip imminent tonight, but I would love to be surprised because I do love coin related drama. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, the route for Crawford and the route for for Waco Conley. I know Conley's eight and two, but their two losses are against top ten teams uh, in Division One. Uh, just talk a little bit about the Cadets and and, and the Pirates and and how you see their route through yeah. the uh, Texas Schoolboy playoffs. Yeah, so for Crawford, uh, the, you know, I, the one thing I'd say is that I think they're in the right the right region uh, of two A Division One. I. I think that that Region Three is um, is there for the or Region Two rather is there for the taking for them. Uh, with teams like Toller, I think as a potential spoiler, there, Toller and Coleman both out of District Five, I think are going to be dangerous. Uh, you know, but those really look like the only teams uh, that I think could give Crawford a lot of trouble there in region two. Uh, but so that's, that's one, uh, that's, that's a team that, that I think has an opportunity to make a deep run. I, I love, I've, I've kind of gone on a record that I really like 
uh, this uh, this Crawford team. I think that they've got an opportunity to make to make a run. Uh, you know, when you take a look at Connolly, obviously a fantastic story what they've been able to do uh, in district out of District 11 for a Division Two. Uh, I think that they are going to have a little bit of a tougher path simply because uh, I think that their I think that their region is going to be a little bit tougher. Um, you know, when you take a look at what they're going to have to go through. Uh, Quero uh, is is a team that is going to be extremely difficult. Belleville is a team I'm very high on. I believe they polished off a 10-0 record last night. Silsby, I know, uh, has a huge game tonight against Jasper. They're 9-0. They've got one of the best playmakers in, in the state in Draylon Miller. Uh, and that's not even to mention teams like Hampshire, Finette, the aforementioned Jasper, um, things like that. Region 3 is real bare. Now, Waco, and what's interesting, I think these regions, have a, they all have their different personalities, um, you know, there are some regions that are real just hard charging, thumping defenses and things like that. Uh, for, re- for, for Waco Connolly, obviously their big advantage in most games is that they're the fastest team in the game. Um, that's not going to be the case in a region three in a lot of games because they're, they're track teams all over the place. Silsby can fly, uh, Belleville can fly, Cuero can fly. And so that's, what's going to make for some really exciting ball games for Connolly. Uh, how well do they stack up? Well, we'll find out when the brackets come out on Saturday evening. All right, Greg, man, we could do this all day, but we got to go. We appreciate your time as always. What do you got on uh, TexasFootball.com? The, the biggest thing I'll tell you is TexasFootball.com slash playoffs is where the brackets and the pairings are going to be. TexasFootball.com slash playoffs. We're going to be working all throughout the weekend to get them up. We do have to wait till the games go final. I know that seems silly, but we do need to wait until the games actually happen in order to put the brackets out there. And so uh, our goal, uh, we've got like – I think we've got one playoff relevant game at seven o'clock Saturday. So we're all going to be waiting for like Cy ranch to get done playing Cy lakes in order to see the brackets. And so that's what's going to, that's what we're going to be waiting on. But as soon as that goes final and we can finalize the brackets, they're going to be up on texasfootballcom slash playoff. And tonight Valley sports, what's happening there. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> so, um, so we, so we mentioned all these games getting moved. So we said reporters to games. Uh, to, to, to like to, to cover the biggest games. Well, they all got moved to Thursday and the show is football Friday. And so like, we, like I have, we have spent the entire week just like shifting reporters around the state because games have been getting moved and can't, or moved to, to Thursday. And so we finally have it set. We are going to be at games tonight. Like we'll be in Abilene for Abilene Wiley and Abilene Cooper. Uh, yeah. I don't even remember anymore. Like I think we've changed out four games. Uh, like we have six reporters and I think four of them have had their games changed. Wow. So it's, it's, it's been that kind of week uh, because of, because of the storm that's going to roll through. As always, man, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Take care, boys. Have a good day. That is uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas football magazine. He is the managing editor. Boy, what a, <laughs> I try to trip him up. I try to come up with something to trip him up and can't do it. You're not going to do it. No, you're not. You're not. But, you know, you, you just got to keep trying. 821, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Stay with us. More to come in just a moment. The West Coaches Show with David Woodard is brought to you by Bush's Chicken, Chevy of West, Citizen State Bank, Sakura Ford, West Feed, and West Reynolds. Coach, coming off a 63 to nothing win over Gateway Academy last Friday night, you clinched the district title and the one seed with this win You've got to be just super happy about the way your team played on both sides of the ball. Yeah, we did. We played really, really well. Uh, you know, it's uh, with conditions of the weather and, and uh, you know, everything else going on. It was just, a, you know, kids came out, they played hard, they started fast from the get-go, and then, you know, it's exactly what you want to see this close to the end of the season. 
And you clinched the district title also Friday night. I know that was one of the goals that you set out for your team at the beginning of the year. You know, it really was. It was one of those things that, that we talked about. We wanted to repeat as district champs and, uh, you know, give ourselves the best possible uh, seed going into the playoffs. And so, uh, you know, our kids, uh, you know, took that goal, you know, under their wing, and then they really worked hard each and every day to, you know, uh, to be able to accomplish that goal. So, you know, excited for them, excited for, for our coaches and, and our school and our community and, you know, looking forward to, uh, you know, wrapping up the regular season and getting going in the playoffs. Now you do that tonight against Inspired Vision. Talk a little bit about them on offense. An offensive formation you're very familiar with. They run the spread. You know they do. They they, they spread you out. They get in a lot of different looks. Uh, give you a lot of different formations in terms of of uh, making sure that you can get lined up to those things and uh, you know try to get the ball in the, in the in the hands of some of their guys that can make plays. And so you know uh, it, tonight it's about us recognizing what we need to do and uh, you know getting lined up and just doing it. ESPN Central Texas. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch switch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus, cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, 825, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's apologize to Corey on the CNC Collision Center text line. Corey wanted us to ask Greg about Lorena's district versus the uh, Columbus district and 
some great teams uh, will be out in round one, and he's 100% correct. Just We were just flat running out of time, so uh, I apologize. We'll, we'll try to get to that next week. Corey, if you'll remind me, uh, we'll try to get to that. C&C Collision Center text line. All right, Stephanie is here, and she <laughs> says, uh, what is it, tick skydiving or something? What are you doing today? It is sky surfing. It, oh, really? I was on the right track? Nope. No way. <laughs> no thank you. It's wonderful. You do not There's exit nothing, a perfectly good airplane. Never get out of a good airplane. No. I love it. Now, I don't know if I can do sky surfing because it's like you're on a snowboard. Yeah. And you have to jump out of the plane upright. Yeah. In your free fall. And then you do your, they spin, they loop. They say they have G4 spins when they do this. Well, I imagine they do. And um, it's What very, about G5? I mean, you know. That's an airplane, ain't it? Uh-huh. Isn't that a song? Riding in my G5? I don't know. Anyways. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I ask a legitimate question and you go off on I know, I don't a know. tangent. But anyways, they jump. <laughs> yeah. They started, they go out at 10,000 feet. Uh-huh. And then I don't know how they stay on that board upright because I've jumped out of planes and you've got to like. I knew there was something wrong. wrong with you. Yep. <laughs> Jumped out of perfectly good airplanes. It's, I don't know why y'all don't try it. It's so fun. Well, I, I, no. oh, let me show you a picture of my brother going out of a perfectly good airplane. The landing. He stuck the landing. What does that mean? It means he broke his ankle. Well, I mean, stuff like that can happen. It, but Yeah, so don't do it. No, it's so fun. They, right. It's like an adrenaline rush. Yeah, sure. So. Okay. But All yeah, right. sky surfing. I think it's neat. You can look it up on YouTube. It, they're pretty like talented. Is it what do they do it like uh, hundred miles or so from here? Or they will they jump out or like do what do it? Where do Can they do, do it? it? I think the closest place you could actually probably go is a sky skydive temple. I know one of the one of the guys there. He does do this. Mm-hmm. I know that they they have a place where you can. That's where you go skydiving. That's where I go skydiving. So they do the sky surfing there as well. I know that one of the structures is, can do it. I don't think all of them do. But I know one guy there. Don't do they it. have competitions too? They do. You can't. Yes. And it's on how many stunts you can. Yeah, how many stunts you can do. So like when that happens, they have another guy that jumps out of the airplane because he has video. Ah. And he's videoing you the whole time. And then wow. another guy jumps out and he's texting that guy with the video camera <laughs> to tell him <laughs> yeah. what angles to get. But here's the thing, I don't know at what level because think you've got this like board on your feet. Mm-hmm. When do you pull the cord for your parachute? Right before well, you right before. hit the ground. There's got to be a limit, right? Yeah, and I, I would, oh yeah, I mean, you got to pull it at least by 3,000 feet. Okay. So, but I. What do they do with the board? I mean, I'm that's just what asking I don't know. I What do they do with the board? Does it stay on your feet and when you come down and then how do they land without breaking the board or do you just. I would think. Do you just kick that off and hope it doesn't hit somebody in the head down below you? Or the, probably that. I think it's like a snowboard where you can just release it with by a ring when you land. Oh, okay. Because, um, you know, you could break an ankle. Yeah. It's kind of like, like that Ron White joke, all the way to the scene of the accident. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, anyways, it's pretty cool. Look it up. And uh, how about those Astros last night? What What did you think? What was the key to the victory for you? Oh, uh, the outfield guy who caught the ball and hit the fence. I don't know his name. That was right field, right? That was it. And let me tell you, the Philly guy, Marsh, did 
you watch him. Did y'all watch it at all? Not a pitch. He reminds every pitch. He reminds me of the green flatless bird. I don't know. He just cracked me up. His hairdo and just I don't know. Well, all of the Phillies have They're just, the long hair thing going. So yeah. So we were watching it last night, and Scott goes, "Tom's right, man. They do all look like mountain men there." I'm telling you. They are. They do. I don't know. But way to go, Astros. Way to go, Astros. All right. It's that right field dude. Boy, he. <laughs> he did. He just caught it. <laughs> 829. <laughs> this is game Please time. Please help us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Press the button. We're out. Happy Friday. Waco Lions football presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Lions head to Colleen to play the Colleen Kangaroos. Our coverage begins at 6.30 with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Colleen this Friday night at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. It's time to start prepping for your football festivities at Specs. Specs knows tailgating in Texas is serious business. And that's why we've got a seriously big selection of everything you need to turn every game into the big game. Raise your team spirits to new heights with world-class wines, craft cocktails, ice-cold beers, and enough gourmet snacks to keep your team fueled up for the season. It's tailgate season at Specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games this week in college football, including Tennessee at Georgia, Wake Forest at North Carolina State, Baylor versus Oklahoma, Alabama versus LSU, Clemson versus Notre Dame. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs Wine, Spirits, and Finer Foods. The fun starts here. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, November 12th, and Sunday, November 13th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show, more than just ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, November 12th, 9 to 5, and November 13th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. 
They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. What does home look like to you? Do you think of curling up on the couch and binge watching your favorite shows? Cooking a gourmet meal in your well-appointed kitchen? Hosting a party in your backyard by the swimming pool? Then let Regency Park Properties show you the way home. With over 35 years combined in real estate experience, let John and Ellen Derrick help you discover your next home. Call them today at 254-777-8510. That's 254-777-8510. Regency Park Properties in Waco. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Eight thirty-five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. We are in the Allen Samuel Studios, and man, uh, on the phone lines, we got Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboy Broadcast Team. Kyle, uh, first of all, good morning. We appreciate your time. What does this week look like for a professional football player? Are they totally out of the building for a week? I mean, how how do they treat the open week? Well, thanks for having me as always. And, and yeah, it's a little bit different than I think some of the bye weeks that were in the past because I was talking with Nate Newton, of course, uh, former offensive lineman, Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champ earlier this week. And, and he said that in the past, they would get a minimum of two days off. So uh, throughout the week, you could practice, you could weight lift, you could do whatever, you, but two days off and not in the facility. Uh, with the new CPA and the, the new collective bargaining agreements and stuff like that moving forward, uh, it's a minimum of four days. So uh, th- there are some guys that have kind of scattered throughout the building. Uh, they've had some resources available at the star throughout the week. But, yeah, here on the bye week, uh, it's it's a lot lighter than normal there aren't as many people that have uh that have come in and and been a a part of any of the team organized activities of course and so uh lots of people trying to get out of town or or at least just take a a quick breather before the second half of the year how healthy are the cowboys right now uh they're not as healthy as you were going into that game against chicago um i thought even going against uh, Detroit, where the the injury report was uh, a little scattered. I mean, you had guys like Dalton Schultz and uh, Micah Parsons that were dealing with with minor injuries, but now you've got a number of guys. Malik Hooker missed the last game. Uh, Sam Williams missed the last game. You've got Jaron Curse and Donovan Wilson who both missed some time against the the Bears. Uh, Dalton Schultz is still a little bit banged up. You've got. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott banged up. This is a good time for a bye week because there's guys on both sides of the football impact players that are dealing with either nagging injuries or legitimate injuries here over the last couple of weeks. Plus you're going to get some reinforcements back. I think, uh, I think James Washington at wide receiver, I think he's got a chance to come back after the bye week. There's a chance Terrell Basham's getting close as well. His timeline uh, was right around this point. 
to, to his credit, he's he's been looking good in, in the, the small amount of time that we've seen him. So I think there's a chance you get some reinforcements back into the fold and uh, a good good spot for a bye week for a team that's a little bit more banged up this week than they have been over the last couple of weeks. Kyle, as, as far as the uh, the trade deadline, were you surprised that, that the Cowboys did not make a move for a, for a wide receiver? Uh, I was just shocked they didn't make a move, period. Uh, even even if it would have been a wide receiver, that probably would have been my guess on, on who they could target. Uh, but I thought they would go get somebody else. I, I really did. I, I thought they would make a move to go and try and find an impact player. Now, you're in a position where you do – you do have some depth. You you have some opportunity here to to not overspend. So unless the 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 right deal just never popped up, uh, then then I get it. I, I understand because uh, if if the if the right deal didn't pop up and you had to overpay for guys like Brandon Cooks that were on the open market or some of these other names that were rumored to be at least targets for the Cowboys, then then don't do it. I mean, you're in a spot right now where you've got depth especially on the defensive side of the football to where you, you can really rely on that moving into the second half. Uh, but if you're, if you're going to have to pay a, a number one price for a guy who's probably going to be your number two or number three receiver, uh, then I don't know if that would necessarily be uh, the smartest move. Now, I don't know what the compensation looked like. I certainly would have loved to add another guy into that, that wide receiving core, just an impact player in general. I mean, if, even if you go out and grab another linebacker, you go out and you grab another corner, uh, you, you find somebody who can make an impact. That's normally what it would, it would take to put you over the top because this, this NFC, this, this whole conference is wide open. At the moment, Philly certainly looks like the team to beat, but you're not facing Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers this year. You're trying to face Kirk Cousins and Jalen Hurts. I mean, it's a little bit of a different competition level this year than it has been in the past. So I, I really wish they they would have found something to work, but in the end, they just couldn't find something that was worth the price. How good is this defense right now for the Cowboys? Is it the best in the league? Uh, I, I think top to bottom it is. I, I really do. I think they've got the, the star power. I think they've got the playmaking ability. And I think they have the scheme and the depth. Uh, there are so many different elements to this defense that even when they give up points like they did against Chicago, where Chicago puts up 29 points, a lot of that uh, late in the ball game. I, I I think that's a, uh, I think it's a, a surprise because teams just can't figure out how to play this defense. And the only way that they are able to have any kind of success is run the football. Uh, teams are able to run it and they're able to, to put it on the ground against Dallas. And really that's, I think taking a strength and turning it into a weakness for the Cowboys defense, because the reason they're able to run the football so well is because they're so overly aggressive in trying to pursue after the pass and try and get after the quarterback. They're the best in the NFL at, at getting after the quarterback. No doubt in my mind, I think they're one of the best in trying to force turnovers because your secondary is so good. And you have guys back there like Trayvon Diggs that can turn and adjust to the football. If you could get better at stopping the run overall, I think you're going to be the best defense in the NFL. And I don't know if it's necessarily close. Visiting with Kyle Yeoman from the Dallas Cowboys broadcast team. Uh, Kyle, it, it, good or bad, what has been through the first eight games and a 6-2 and two record, 
the, a, a surprise for you, uh, whether it's whether it's a positive or a negative. What is there something that just kind of jumped off the page and you went, hmm, didn't see that coming? Well, I think one the record in general, uh, six and two with the bye week. If if you go back and you do what we did at the the first schedule release back in May. Everybody looks at the schedule and they say, WL, WL. <laughs> I mean, they, they go all the way down the, the, the schedule. Everybody does it and they say, okay, 11 and six or, or 10 and seven or whatever it ends up being. But you, you tell me that, okay, by the way, there's going to be a five game stretch in here where Cooper Rush is your starting quarterback. You, if you're saying six and two, I'm laughing. I, I really am. I, I would not believe that for a single second. Uh, this team weathered the storm without Dak Prescott for five games. Now they've won the last two games with him back. Of course, the first game looked uh, unbelievably pitiful uh, to start with him in the fold in the first place. So the fact that now they've weathered the storm with him for five games, they got two more games under their belt, two more wins under their belt now that he's back into the fold. That's what's most surprising to me, and that's a huge credit to Mike McCarthy and what he's done for this team uh, just to get them ready to have the right mindset and to have a chance to be a contender in the NFC in an NFL season where there are teams that have just been completely flipped upside down. I mean, look at what the, the Rams are dealing with and the Buccaneers right now are dealing with, and then you've got the uh, other teams – that were in the mix last year that just don't look the same, like the Rams and the Bengals. The Cowboys have weathered the storm and they're six and two, and they did so going four and one with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Kyle, this next six game stretch for the Cowboys looks very manageable. How important is it for them to be able to navigate through this before they do get to the Eagles on Christmas Eve? It's crucial because even though it does look manageable, Ward, and I think that's a great way to put it, it's it's not tough. But it's also not easy either. It's it's a manageable schedule because Green Bay doesn't look like they're playing their best football. I mean, that that's a down Green Bay Packers team right now. And then after that, you face probably one of the better opponents uh, of the year, and that's the Minnesota Vikings, a team that's won five straight games at home, and you face them on the road. So uh, that's going to be a one-two punch here, a, a desperate Packers team at Lambeau trying to play against their former head coach. Uh, and then you've got Minnesota, who hasn't lost at home in quite some time, and you got to play them whenever they're in front of their own home crowd. So uh, it, it, it's tough to start, but these next six games are crucial. Uh, of course, with with it being a 17-game schedule, you really look at it in thirds. That's that's really where you uh, you kind of break down the season. You, you used to break it down in the quarters. Now you break it down into thirds and you've got a, a bye week kind of mixed in between. This is the most important third for the Cowboys. Uh, if they really want to try and contend for a division title, they can still lose both of those games and they'll definitely be in the hunt for a wild card spot and, and at least be a five, six or seven seed in the playoffs. But if they really want to try and go for the division and maybe the number one seed in the NFC, if, if they end up winning the division, they may be the one seed, uh, I think they would have to win both of these games and, and really continue that momentum because by the time you get to Christmas Eve and, and Philadelphia uh, is, is playing the way that they have been playing, they may already have locked this thing up. So you need to win to keep track. Kyle, with the, with the open week, uh, what do you got coming up this week? Anything, uh, any, any good content coming up as far as uh, Kyle Yeomans is concerned? 
it's it's a little bit down for me through uh, the the back half of the the week, but I do have some high school games coming up. I've got one tonight uh, just to wrap up the Frisco ISD season, uh, and then tomorrow I'll be on the call ESPN Plus for North Texas and FIU. It's homecoming up in Denton, and so I'll be at Apogee Stadium calling that game and catch that one kickoff. 3 p.m. Central Time on uh, on ESPN Plus, and then I'll do some uh, volleyball early in the week too. It's starting to get to crossover season, so basketball's coming up too. Lots of fun up here in Dallas, and never never a dull moment. Whenever you're uh, you're working for the Cowboys, and of course uh, trying to do some freelance broadcasting as well. Kyle, I know it's homecoming, but don't be wearing the man mum tomorrow for <laughs> North Texas. Oh, you, you you don't. I, you know, I'll put it back in my closet. All right, good. I'll, I'll make sure and keep it at home. I, I was excited about it. I'm, I, I know. I, I just want to keep you in line. Theme. I had a throwback <laughs> theme to it. It was really nice, honestly. But uh, but I guess I'll put it away. All right, good deal. Kyle, thanks, man. Have a great day. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. See you. See you. That's Kyle Yeoman from the Dallas Cowboys broadcast team. 846. Ooh, Corey. Ooh, Corey. Corey on the CNC Collision Center text line. Take notes, Nelson Cruz, on how to win a World Series. Catch the dang ball. As, uh, he, as he talked about, as Stephanie put it, that guy out in right field. <laughs> Corey, the outfield guy. Yeah, the Come outfield on, guy. Man. Yeah. Oh, he's right. Catch Stop the, it. Catch Stop the it. ball, Nelly. Stop We're it. a champion. Catch the ball. I'm done. Catch the stinking ball. 847. We're right back with more in a moment. The Robinson Coaches Show, brought to you by Brazos Golf and Battery Center, Frontier Waste Solutions, Rocket Cafe, and Triple S Sports. Coach, coming off a 49-6 loss to Gatesville last Friday night in district play, this was a game where offensively you had some penalties. Those penalties kind of put you behind the chains, and when that happens, there's a tendency for teams to make mistakes. Yeah, you know, we really... uh... We really did. We put ourselves behind the chains offensively. We kept some of their drives alive. We thought we had a few stops in there where we kept some of their drives alive with penalties on some uh, on some third downs in certain situations. And uh, you know, we really uh, we did a really good job of shooting ourselves in the foot and just kind of keeping things moving for them or kind of killing ourselves before we could get the ball rolling on our end. Now you finish up district play tonight on the road against Conley. This is a very good Conley team on both sides of the ball. They have multiple. Division one guys on this team. Talk a little bit about Conley and the challenges that they bring. Yeah, you know, there's 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 a lot of really really good athletes over there at Conley, and Coach Coach Derek and them are doing a really good job. But um, there's times where you look at it and you're planning against it, and you know exactly what they're about to do. But the problem is, is you got to remember you still got to tackle those guys, and uh, they've got they've got some guys that um, and and Coach speak that you can put some people in a phone booth with them, and they may still not get tackled and. <laughs> They, uh, they do a good job of getting those guys into space and, and a good job of getting those guys the ball. And um, like I said, we may know what's coming sometimes, but you still got to make a play on them. So they've, they've got a really good group, good group of coaches, good group of players, and uh, you know they do a good job over there. ESPN Central Texas. 
make your trash disappear, call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683, or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes, and daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burger with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special, a Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Brazos Golf and Battery is locally owned battery sales specialist in Robinson. They carry new and refurbished auto, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries. And at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery check? Visit Tommy. He'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on Highway 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google Brazos Golf and Battery. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, it's a football weekend. Got more high school football coming up tonight. Belton and University from over at Waco ISD Stadium. That will be over on 104.9 FM here on ESPN Central Texas. Waco and Colleen with a 6.30 pregame show. And we'll have that for you. Uh, at 6.30 tonight after the game. It's the Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show. Scores and uh, and and more than I'm sure Lark and Aaron will have as much of the uh, playoff pairings as as we have. I mean, you know, there's going to be some pairings that are just not available yet because I think there are some Saturday games involving some teams. So we got that coming up. Uh, on Saturday afternoon, UMHB and Howard Payne, and mm-hmm. that'll be over in Brownwood, and that's over on our sister station. Uh, 1330 a.m. and 93.9 Fox Sports Central Texas. Look forward to that. Should be a whole lot of fun from Gordon Wood Stadium. Isn't that a cool place? Yeah, it is. I it's like very, it. Very neat. I've told you the story once before. I was uh, broadcasting Stephenville and Brownwood one night, and a guy tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, you got everything you need? And it was Gordon Wood. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Doesn't I, get any better than uh, that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, do. I mean, he's, he was he was larger than life. Don't you? Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. I remember Gordon Wood coming into, I don't know if I should tell this, but I will, coming into Burleson where my dad was the coach. And every year, Brownwood and Cleburne back then was a pretty good rivalry game. And mm-hmm. most of the time was a playoff spot was up on the line. 
and Gordon would come in and sit in Dad's office and watch the Burleson Cleburne film and, and and get a little prepared for the Cleburne Yellow Jackets. There you go. So he didn't mind traveling a little bit to get ready for his football games. If you're not trying, <laughs> so that'll be a lot of fun. Pretty neat to get to meet that guy as a young kid. Yeah, and you know, I, I will tell you this: he uh, he sat down with us here on this radio station. Uh, the, he I think. He he wrote a book mm-hmm, he did. after he retired, and he was doing a little book tour, and he came into our – when we were over on Valley Mills Drive, mm-hmm. uh, the late Butch Henry and I were doing a, a show on ESPN, and uh, he came and sat with us, and Coach Southall was with him, and what a pleasure to meet him, and yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, and, and we talked about the book. So, yeah, you want to talk about a in Texas high school football history, Gordon Wood, there, it just doesn't get much much better than that, so – Good stuff there. All right. Uh, And then, of course, uh, tomorrow afternoon we'll have Baylor in Oklahoma. Huge game for both teams, quite frankly. Uh, And uh, that'll be coming up with a 2 o'clock kick. We'll get started at 12 noon. Derek and the the gang will will have the pregame for you. Then John, JJ, and Ricky at 2 o'clock with the uh, play-by-play story. Uh, Dave Miranda was asked about this Oklahoma team, you know, as as – Brent Venables got them going, and then as they kind of started to, to get their feel a little bit and get going, uh, what's the difference? And in, in, here's Dave Aranda talking about OU. You know, I think right now with, um, with, with Coach Venables, I think they're still kind of fine on themselves, which, you know, you could say that about us too over here. And so I think there's, there has been improvement um, these last couple of weeks. And um, they're playing, they're playing hard for him, and so you can see the, um, you know, the inspired play, and then I think you can see, um, um, you could see kind of a, um, um, uh, a defense that has found an identity and is playing towards it, and then you're looking at, you know, offensively, I, you know, they really ran the ball well this last game, and I th- I'm sure that helped their defense. And so you're seeing kind of a, a collective team kind of emerging. And so I think that would probably be the best way to answer that question is, you know, that, you know, this, this Oklahoma team is becoming right now. That's Dave Aranda, and it is the Bears and Oklahoma coming up uh, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, broadcast time at 12 noon. Congratulations, by the way, to the uh, Belleville freshman. We're talking about Richard Reese. He's been named one of the 14 semifinalists for the uh, Sean Alexander Freshman of the Year Award as announced by the Maxwell Football Club. So he's uh, playing well and, and, and being recognized for it nationally. All right, uh, don't forget we got high school football coming up tonight, and that is going to do it for us today. John's here at 3, Matt's at 4. That'll wrap it up for us, for Ward, and for Ryan. I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tonight. The Valley Mills Coaches Show with Bob Featherston is brought to you by Bar None Country Store and Steve Owens, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Coach, coming off a 2013 win over Bosqueville last Friday night in district play, a really nice win for your team. This was a defensive struggle throughout the game, and the big turning point was a big pick six by your defense. Yes, sir. I thought uh, you know I thought our defense played really well. Um, and I had multiple goal line stands for us, and then uh, then the pick six, uh, you know, gave us a, gave us two score lead. Uh, they were able to score one late, but then uh, uh, they had an opportunity at the end. Our kids were able to keep them out of the end zone. So yeah, it was it was a great it was a great battle. Now this week you finish up at home against Marlin, and this is a really talented Marlin team on both sides of the ball. 
Absolutely. They have they have a lot of kids that kind of play both ways, and they are very talented. They got some, you know, big, big linemen that are athletic, and then their skill set is, uh, you know, the best we've seen. Any kid that they give the ball to can, can take it to distance at any moment. So, uh, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be fun to, to see what we can do against them. ESPN Central Texas.